So the big question is this, how do nonprofits like us, who are often funding our vision from our own pockets, that don't have big staffs, big budgets, and great fundraising know-how, how do we raise the kind of money we need to see our mission fully funded? Ask the question, and this podcast will talk about the answers. My name's David Oaks. Welcome to the Minor Touches to Major Gifts podcast for nonprofits. so glad you tuned into the show today. What an honor to have you on the show. I have a special gift I'm bringing to you, and it is my friend Aaron Walker. If you don't know Aaron Walker, you ought to. Aaron is the founder and president of View From The Top. This is His is a company that offers masterminds to professional level and elite people He's done it for years and years now. He's a small business owner. He's an entrepreneur. He'll tell you his story about how he retired at 28. (laughs) At 28, he retired, and he sat around for a year or two and got fat watching TV, and his wife said, okay, Aaron, off your tail. You got to do something different. So Aaron will tell you his story. There's a little bit of tragedy there about how he hit the wall and how he come to the place that he began to offer himself to groups of men in masterminds. And today, he has over 20 masterminds, seven of them he runs personally his own self. Iron sharpens iron, he calls his masterminds. And literally, Aaron wrote the book on how to do masterminds. He has a mastermind playbook. He's coached and mentored and helped me. And Aaron has agreed to come on the podcast and talk to us about the power of a mastermind, what is a mastermind, and what that means. So I hope you'll listen. And then at the end of Aaron's interview, I'll talk to you about a mastermind that I am offering along with fundraising superstar Mary Valoni. I want to talk to you about that. So after the interview with Aaron, hang in there and listen to my offer. I hope that's what you'll do. I have Aaron Walker here on the show with us, Minor Touches to Major Gifts. This is an honor like crazy for me. Aaron, you're one of my heroes. You're a superstar, and I'm just thrilled that you accepted uh, my invitation to come on the show today. Well, hey, David, thank you. I don't know about all that superstar stuff, but uh, I can't wait to discuss the power of masterminds with you and tell a little bit about my journey. Wow. Wow. How awesome. Well, tell us about your journey. I've heard you tell your story. You and I have conversed online and you've shared your story personally with me. Share your story. How did you hit the wall and decide this is what I'm going to give my whole life to? Well, let me back up and give you a little bit of context. So when I was a kid, 13 years old, uh, I decided that I didn't want the lifestyle I had been accustomed to. My dad was a great man, but he was a terrible business person. And I said, I want to make something out of myself. I want to make some money. I want to be able to buy a nice house. I want to be able to travel. And so I started working when I was 13 years old. When I was 18 years old, I found a couple of partners, started our first business, 
And God just really blessed it because when I was 27 years old, I was able to sell that business to a Fortune 500. And it sounds a little bit boastful. I don't mean for it to, to, but I was able to retire at 27 years old. And I thought, man, David, this is the American dream. I go from flat broke at 18 to being able to retire at 27. And that was good for about a year and a half. Robin woke me up from a nap one day and she said, listen, you gaining 50 pounds in 18 months and taking naps in the middle of the day is not what I signed up for. <laughs> so I decided that I got to get out of the bed and go start another business at which I did. And it was a very successful company as well. And I won't take you through all the companies that we've owned, but the transformational experience happened for me, August the 1st, 2001, which is now 20 years ago. I look back and think, man, wow. time really goes pretty quick, but I was headed to the office. I had a very successful company. I was working three days a week and my partner was working the other three days a week. And I actually just left our church. It was on a Wednesday morning. We get together there and we pray with our pastor every Wednesday morning. And I was headed to the office. And I was about a mile and a half from my office when a pedestrian decided to cross the street and catch a bus that was parked on the uh, westbound lane. And he didn't look my way. And, uh, David, it's a, it's a very, very sad thing that I don't want to bring your audience down, but he ran out in front of me that day and I ran over, uh, ran over a pedestrian and it really, really rocked my world. He lived three days in the Vanderbilt trauma unit and they called me on Saturday morning at nine 30 and they said, Mr. Walker, he didn't make it. I said, you got to mm. be kidding me. I, I mean, I just oh God. fathom that that had happened to me at that time. And so I won't take you through all the details of that, but, uh, it was very stressful. I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't handle the stress and ended up selling the company that I owned. And, uh, Robin and I took the next five years off. We didn't do anything. We traveled around the world. I was thankful that I had a few resources that I could do that. We built a new house during that time, kind of changed locations. I live in Nashville, Tennessee, and, uh, we've been here now 60 years, but, at that time, I'd been here 40 years, and I was 40 years old, actually, at the time, and I just decided to take a break. And what I started thinking about was I'd had a great measure of success, but I had no significance. And I said, Lord, if you'll let me do this over again, I'll promise to do all I can do to be a giver and not a taker. And so I really thought through that, and I said, you know, if I had died that day, my epitaph would have been poor kid from Nashville, Tennessee makes enough money to retire, but nobody cares. And I said, that's not what I want my life to be. I want my life to be where David Oaks life is better as a result of having known me. And there was a real paramount shift that day. And, uh, I started looking outward, helping other people, uh, deciding to get into community, uh, masterminding, helping one another to grow personally, professionally, and spiritually. And, uh, my life is unbelievable today. We've had huge amounts of success, and I attribute the majority of it to getting involved in community, which we call masterminds. Wow. Incredible. Now, for a lot of people listening to the show, and I would say up until maybe two years ago, 
I don't think I had ever heard of masterminds. So you um, started doing masterminds. I've heard you say you have 17 masterminds that you oversee. You run seven of them, if I'm correct. Uh, you're we have 20. South. We have 20, 20 masterminds. 20. I, you got I, 20. Yeah, I facilitate seven of those groups. And let me distill it down into something that's very easy to understand. It's really your trusted advisors. It's really your own board of directors. And a lot of people are familiar with that terminology. And all it necessarily is are people that are unbiased. They don't have a dog in the hunt. Whether they tell you something good or bad, they don't have anything to gain or lose. And so when you surround yourself with quality people, Jim Rohn says that you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And so for me, I wanted to get around quality people that could really help me take my life to the next level. To give you the background for me, understanding what masterminds were, I was Dave Ramsey's second sponsor to his show when he first started. So Dave and I've been friends now 30 years and Dave invited me to join his mastermind group. And I said, I don't even know what a mastermind group is. And this is decades ago. He said, you come to the office, you know, Wednesday morning, seven o'clock, and I'll explain it to you. So I went there and there were nine other guys there besides me. And Dave introduced me to the guys. And we spent the next 12 years meeting every Wednesday morning in Dave's office. And what I come to realize was, is that we're all a bunch of knuckleheads. We've all got things that we need to learn. We have superpowers, we have kryptonite, we have blind spots. And the thing that is the most beneficial is for others to have a perspective in your life that they can point out those superpowers. They can point out the kryptonite. They can point out the blind spots because oftentimes we're too close. We're inside the bottle and we can't read the label. But when you have other people that you meet with on a regular basis, they know your propensity. They know what your capabilities are. They hold your arms up when you're tired. They push you forward. They give you insight. They give you encouragement. And they start to learn exactly who you are, who your family is, your children. They know your goals, your desires. And man, when you put that together on a weekly basis, when you're meeting with these people, it's very powerful to allow you to go to the next level much quicker. See, we weren't designed to be in isolation because isolation is the enemy to excellence. When you really want to take your life to the next level, you have to get in community because that's the way God designed us. He didn't design us to be alone. And if you think about your life right now, and let's just hypothetically say you're a small business owner, let's just hypothetically say that you you know own a company and you've got a trying situation. I know that we just went through the pandemic and coming out on the other side of that, man, I had to make decisions hourly and I needed people in my corner that could give me good direction that could encourage me because there was oftentimes I wanted to sit down and cry. I wanted to get under my desk in the fetal position because I didn't know what to do. Who are your trusted advisors? Who are the people that you go to? Who are your 2 a.m. friends that when you really need help, when you have a death in the family or there's a time of discouragement, who do you go to and lean on? When you have a win, who celebrates with you? And I started really thinking through this and I said, I'm going to make this a way of life. And so I did. And we started Iron Sharpens Iron Mastermind. And today we have folks from in nine different countries and 20 different groups. We have hundreds of members now that are interacting on a daily basis to help us accomplish our dreams and goals. Now explain, uh, you don't have 200 people in a group. These uh, these are now in church, we knew these as small groups. So these are yeah, smaller sure. groups where you are uh, yeah. able to yeah, be people. intimate. Yeah. 
Yeah. And you really don't want more than 10 or 12 people in a group because if you do, you don't really have airtime. We do our groups virtually and it allows us to get the most qualified people to be in the groups because it doesn't matter if you're in Texas or Tennessee or if you're in Europe, you're able to get on the call. You start on time, you end on time. Uh, If the pandemic taught us anything, it's how to use virtual rooms in order to really catapult your life to the next level. So yeah, you have 10 people in a group, you get to know each other intimately. Uh, You really figure out what it is that you're trying to accomplish in life. Uh, There's a big professional aspect to it. About 60% of what we do is professional, about 30% is personal, and about 10% is spiritual. And there's five key component areas of our life that we all deal in. And so we're able to come together on a weekly basis for an hour. We use a video platform called Zoom. Uh, Most people are familiar with Zoom today. And it just allows us to really dive deep with your own trusted advisors, your own board of directors that can help catapult your life to the next level. Incredible. That's incredible. Now, are you talking about group coaching? No, not at all. Is this where you coach, you have seven groups and you coach everybody? No, there's a major distinction in masterminds and group coaching. Group coaching is one to many where you would come as one or 10 members, ever how many that was in the room together or 200, ever how many was in there. And you would look at me and ask me the questions. I would give you the answers. In mastermind groups, everyone brings value. You may be really strong personally. You may be really strong spiritually. You may be really strong professionally. There's so many areas that we can learn from each other. Everyone has some area of expertise that they can add value. So the value really comes from the general consensus of the multitude. It's from everybody. So there's a facilitator. We kind of keep the meeting on track. We keep it headed in the same direction. But honestly, I learn just as much as the participants that we invite in to be in our group. So, yeah, there's great value added by everybody. Well, you, you've twice, twice or a couple of times or more than a time or two, you've used the term trusted advisors and board of directors. Talk about that. How, what do you mean by they become my board of directors or trusted advisors? Yeah, I think we all need people in our lives that can really point us in a good direction when they're not biased. Family members are biased. Partners are biased. But when you have somebody in the room that your core values align with them, somebody that you have uh, some sense of familiarity with after a period of time, most of the people that get in our groups initially don't even know each other, but we vet every member, every applicant that comes in. I go through a personal interview with that person to be sure that you're ambitious, that you have aspirations, that you want to grow. It doesn't matter if you're introverted or extroverted. What matters is, is that you're a person of character. You're a person that's honest. You're a person with integrity. And once you get into these groups, they're already vetted individuals. The applicants have gone through kind of an application process. So we know they're good, solid people. And then we get into the room and we start sharing. And after a period of time, you become vulnerable and transparent and you're authentic because if you don't have anything to lose and you don't have anything to gain as a result of what you tell that person, why would you not say the truth? Why would you not say exactly from your perspective exactly how you could benefit them most? And so it's just a way to give permission to other people. You subject yourself to their scrutiny. Like I give myself 
permission. I give the people in the group permission to really tell me the truth. How do I appear? How do I sound? Here's the other thing. And I love this because a lot of people start industry specific groups and they have a lot of value to add things that we didn't know. So we don't know what we don't know. And when you're in an industry-specific group, there are so many opportunities to learn from other people and things that they're doing that's similar in nature, but there's just a slight edge. There's just a little different insight. There's just a new perspective, things that work well. Technology, for example, there's a lot of new, younger folks that are in industries that have taught me as an older guy a lot about technology. There's a lot of older guys in the group that say, hey, that sounds good fundamentally, but I've got 20 years of experience that says that's not going to work. And you're like, man, I was a little too aggressive. I'm glad that we have your experience. And so it doesn't matter if you're young or if you're older, we can both learn from each other. Incredible. Wow. That's like 10xing your, the power of one person. Now, do you ever meet face to face? Yes, we do. Actually, twice a year, we meet in April and in October. And we meet in Nashville. I guess it's selfish on my part because that's my hometown, but Nashville is kind of a destination city. Everyone loves to come here. But they come and we do a two and a half day mastermind meetup with a pre-event. We have a big dinner at my house prior to meeting together. We had 65 guys over here actually last Thursday night and had a big party at my house. And then Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we met at the Gaylord Springs uh, I rent out an entire property that uh, the Opera Land Gaylord folks own, and we meet and we bring in guest speakers. We have breakout time. Uh, we have entertainment. We have great meals together, and then we do kind of a mastermind on steroids with the larger group, and then we do that every six months, and it just really gives you a new sense of refreshness and uh, able to come together with the people individually. And it's just really, really a great, rich time. Now, with your groups, I do know, Aaron, that you you have books and material that in the course of a year, six months, a year, two years, um, you have a, I want to say a scope and sequence, but I mean, you you have material that you bring to the group. How does that work? Yeah, every two months we'll read a different book. And we just finished Business Made Simple by Donald Miller. Uh, and we go through this business book. It really helps you to understand how to master leadership and sales and marketing and execution and management and productivity and so many other things. And we'll go through and thematically we'll have something to focus on. We read uh, before this book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. Oh. And we'll really understand that process. And so there's just personal or professional or spiritual books that we'll go through in order to grow and develop in that specific arena. So we're always sharpening our acts. You know, they said if you had four hours, the first three hours needs to be sharpening your act so that you're really effective that last hour. And so what we do is we sharpen our acts and we do it on a regular basis. For me, it's weekly. For me personally, it's seven times a week because I'm in so many different groups. And so I'm constantly sharpening my axe. Here's <laughs> the thing that is so amazing, David, is that we get into these rooms. We think that we know how to run a business until we surround ourselves with other competent people. And we go, man, I really didn't know what I thought I knew because there's so many other ways to effectively do things at a better uh, understanding. And you only get that. We don't learn just through osmosis. You just don't get up smarter. 
we have to surround ourselves with people that can challenge us, stretch us, and push us uh, to help us understand how to do things better. I will tell you, just as an aside, because of you, there's two books that I've read and studying and trying to implement. And the first one is Profit First. Yeah, and I've, <laughs> I've already went to the bank and opened oh, a bunch of bank accounts. Yeah. And, and I, so I'm starting there. And the other one is a 12-week year. And I will say yeah. I only heard about those books from you, and I'm anxious to give them away. But I feel like I need to live them a little bit first. Well, they're very, very good. And uh, Brian Moran's book, The 12-Week Year, is a book on productivity where you can really focus on the task every single day, follow that lead indicator, and then uh, you do that every 12 weeks and you accomplish your goal really about three times faster than you historically would. We have men all over the world using that right now, and it is a game changer. Wow. And Profit First, I want to ask you, you use that. I do personally. Yeah. And it's been a game changer as well because Mike McCallowitz really lays out how that we should divide the money and how that we should pay ourselves first. And as a result of that, uh, you know, at any given moment where your business stands. So it's that's a, a life changer. All right. Tell me this. How long are people usually in masterminds? Is this something that you do for a month, for six months? How long are yep. people in these groups? Well, I've been in a group every week for 21 years. And so the reason I do that is because uh, I don't know everything. I need encouragement. I need people to edify me. I need people to call me out and push me and challenge me and hold me accountable. I don't know if you ever get to a point to where you outgrow that. I've had the privilege of starting 14 different businesses over the course of 43 years. And I wished I had been introduced to it when I was 18 years old. There's no telling where I would be today. And I don't say that from a boastful standpoint, but when you have somebody holding you accountable every single day, uh, you don't procrastinate. You get things done. And when you get things done, you're more successful. And so for me, I don't see a time frame on this. We've had people in our organization been meeting in the same group six and seven years. Uh, and these guys continue to multi-X their returns personally and professionally. And I don't know of a good reason to get out when you're doing that. And uh, as I said earlier, you know, there's new challenges coming along the way every single day. And when you have the collective energy of eight to 12 people that meet with you on a regular basis, uh, I can't imagine getting away from. I can't even imagine what my life would look like today without these trusted advisors. So for me, there's never going to be a time frame. Now we're talking to to um, nonprofit leaders on this show, and most nonprofit leaders, uh, they're some of them work full time jobs, and then they're doing stuff on the side, and then they slowly are trying to transition. Mm -hmm. They're tired. They're exhausted. Yeah. Do they tell? How would a mastermind fit into their world, and what would be the effect in their lives? Yeah. Well, here's the thing: they may be no disrespect to anyone in this industry or any other, but they may be worn out and exhausted because they're not implementing the right systems and processes. So successful companies uh, work smarter, not harder. And so when you surround yourself with competent, capable people, you learn to either delegate, automate, or maybe even eliminate. 
And once you go through that process, you can understand that there could be a better way than what you're doing. Because if you are at a state of exhaustion every single day and you don't change something, you're going to continue to get the same result. And so I would just encourage people to think through if this is the life I want to live, keep doing what you're doing. But if you want to learn a different process in a different way to maybe work smarter, uh, maybe you should investigate being involved in a mastermind. Wow. Wow. Thank you, Aaron Walker, for being on our podcast today. You're a wealth of information and um, uh, you have already changed my life and you don't much know me, but just a little bit of coaching that you've uh, given to us is incredible. And um, I just, I'm really thankful for you and thank you for being on our show today. Yeah, I appreciate that. If there's any additional questions, feel free to reach out at viewfromthetop.com. That's view with a V viewfromthetop.com and I'll be happy to answer any additional questions but thank you David for having me there you have it Aaron Walker thank you for coming on the show today Aaron kind of swooped into my life and immediately started bringing impact and change My, my goodness that's what I want people to say about me he's powerful and he's been a coach to me I'm just so thrilled to have him in my corner, to have him in my life. He is he is a blessing. Aaron has created a special page. He's a class act. He's created a special page for Minor Touches to Major Gift podcast listeners. And if you'll hop on over there, click the link in the show notes. Aaron has a lot of free free resources to give our listeners. And then let me say one more time about the mastermind that I'm offering with Mary Valoni. Mary called me and she said, David, you know, our hearts bleed for so many nonprofit leaders who can never afford us and our fees. I said, yes, I know. She said, I want us to do something for a few that we just can't do for the many. I want us to offer ourselves, David, you and I, to 10 nonprofit leaders in a mastermind group where we show up for all for each other, and we're going to cap the cost at a level that they can afford. So Mary's very expensive, trust me when I tell you that, and most of the people I talk to would love to have me, but they can't afford me. So this is an opportunity for 10 select nonprofit leaders to be in a mastermind with fundraising superstar Mary Valoni and myself over the next six months, the next year, or as Aaron said, goodness, we might just be in this mastermind till the cows come home. That'd be fine with me. So this is something you can do long term. All right. So glad you tuned in today. As usual, I always send you away with some positive affirmations. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, always remember, we are proud nonprofit leaders on a mission to create a changed world. We're not begging. We're not pleading. We are inviting humanity to partner with providence to see injustice become justice, to see wrongs become righted so we can leave the world we found in a better place. It's all coming together. It's all breaking our way every day. We're a little clearer in our message. Every day we learn a little more strategy. Every day we see another piece of the puzzle coming together. So until next time, this is David Oakes saying, don't forget, paying attention to the minor touches leads to the major gifts. So long. 